0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. I am one of your FWBs, Read Reviews by Jess or Just Jess. And I am your other FWB,
1: Booked with Emily or Just M. And today we are joined with a Aww. very special guest, the queen of all things fantasy and bookstagrammer, and now an FWB at Woo. Reading with Marlo. But don't get confused. Her name is actually Shannon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hi, yeah, only Shannon.
2: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> only Jess is allowed to call me Marlo.
0: <laughs> I do. I call her Marlo. I start I, when I first met Shannon, I was like, "Oh, this is Marlo," and I was calling her Marlo. But Marlo is her beautiful golden retriever. Yes. Um, and Shannon is the
2: human behind yes. reading with Marlo. Yes.
0: And we love her so much. Yes. So happy to it's have her. It's okay you if here. you like
2: Marlo more. That's Okay. okay. We, we, great. just a
0: little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like, pretty cute
2: yeah she is yeah. she's yes. the
0: cutest um yeah. okay, how are you doing Shannon? Welcome thank you so much for coming on the show. That was a lot yeah. but I'm just excited.
2: I'm excited too. thank you guys for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here um I am great. you know the sun is shining it's not raining here finally can't relate yeah, yeah. it's been raining for what oh. feels like six years here so yeah. <laughs> But well, Shannon, it rains for like nine months here. So.
1: Yeah, because you're out on the west coast, right? You're.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm in Portland.
1: Yeah. Okay. I've never been that far west, actually. So I don't even know what it's like out there.
2: You should no come. Idea. It's great. Okay. So you, could, <laughs> you, right. could Ma- you could meet Marlo. You could meet Marlo. You go to Powell's.
1: Let's do it. I'm Powell's. I think she actually just
0: invited me to her house, so I'm going. Yeah.
2: Did you <laughs> right. just? Did you seriously just ask what Powell's is? Oh, the bookstore. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just took a guess. I didn't know, <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> but I bet. I was <laughs> like the bookstore. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. the city
2: of books. It's like this bookstore that is a full city block.
0: Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! Okay, sign
2: me I'm up. I'm gonna
1: Google.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah you I can't Google it. I've never heard of. You're missing out. Never heard of that.
0: No. We're uncultured. It's fine.
2: Okay. Look, come come to Portland and you'll be less cultured, or you'll be more cultured.
0: <laughs> Portland, Oregon?
2: Yes. Not to be confused with Portland, Maine.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. I didn't even I know didn't there even was know a Portland, Portland Oregon Maine. Oregon was a real thing.
1: Again, uncultured. <laughs> so, okay.
2: This isn't a geography podcast.
0: Yeah. We can talk about books. Let's forget about this. And let's talk about Yeah. (laughs) Let's forget about it. Shannon, we have questions for you.
2: Yes, I'm ready.
0: Okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself slash your bookstagram.
2: Sure. Well, my name's Shannon. Uh I'm a Capricorn. Marlo is a Gemini. Um yeah, I have been a reader. I'm one of those like lifelong readers. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people on Bookstagram really fell into it in like 2020, 2021. Unlike them, I was not reading in 2020 because I was just so wildly depressed that I was like couldn't even pick up a book. But before that, was a big reader um and started my like foray into reading with Fantasy with why fantasy. Mm. You know, the like Harry Potter, the Twilight, the fun dystopian type books that hunger games, those sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. And then kind of fell in and out of other genres, read pretty widely. I will not turn down anything except for nonfiction. <laughs>
1: Relatable. <laughs> right. same
2: Couldn't be me. Um I tried memoirs for a minute, uh, even had a book club for a hot minute. Um and every single book that I picked, I hated. So oh, no. stop that. Oh, god. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, but I started at Bookstagram after I think it was like early 2021. My husband was like, "You need some more friends, mm-hmm. not wrong." Um, <laughs> and you need <laughs> you need more friends who talk about books. And I was like, "Okay, great." How do I do that? And he's like, well, have you ever heard of Bookstagram?"
1: Oh my god! So cute that he encouraged you yeah. to do it. Oh my goodness! Yeah.
2: And here we are, that. and now he's like, why do we have so many books? <laughs> you encouraged this. Yeah,
0: you're like, you did this to us. Wait, to go. Regrets immediately. Yeah, yeah seriously.
2: <laughs> I mean, for a good chunk of time, from like 2017 to maybe like 2019, 2020, I didn't buy a single book. I really? just read through the library, like on a oh Kindle. Oh gosh. And then the second I was like, wait, this doesn't photograph very well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's an expensive hobby, honestly. Right. Yeah, it's dangerous. Well, and
2: that like reading and buying books are two separate hobbies, both of which oh, I'm yeah. very good
0: at. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely.
2: hundred percent. hundred percent. So worst. what
0: year did you start Bookstagram in? You might have said.
2: 2021.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah uh, February same. 2021. So like just two years ago or something like that.
0: Yeah. Same for us. I feel like that's
1: common. Like you said, like, I feel like a lot of people during COVID kind of hit that. Like my husband didn't tell me to start a bookstagram, but he was like, he got tired of hearing about me talk about books. So (laughs) I kind of needed an outlet too to like talk to people about it. And I feel like it was just a, the right time. I feel like a lot of really awesome people started at that time. And like us, for example. I think, yeah,
0: <laughs> so. right. We talk about we talked about this before, but Bookstagram's funny because you kind of have like cohorts of people. Yeah. So like we're like the the winter twenty twenty one cohort or like spring whatever. Yeah. Like a <laughs> class. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's okay. so
2: true. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Look at us. How
1: cute. Look at us. <laughs> um. So. Speaking of your bookstagram, like, what can people really expect from your bookstagram? Like, if someone is listening and goes to your bookstagram, like, what what will they see? What will they find?
2: Um, I am very active on my stories because I get really lazy with taking photos. Um, <laughs> so oftentimes the reviews that I post are from books that I read, like, almost a full month ago. Um, and my reviews are no thoughts just vibes um because because I don't really remember plots of books um I think I read too fast to really fully digest which my husband doesn't understand he reads slower (laughs) than molasses and he's like how can you not remember the character's names I'm like you're like I've read seven books yeah that one yeah yeah um So lots of reviews, but a lot of like, oh, my God, I loved this. This was great. Just try it. Yeah. Um, I do read primarily fantasy at this point, but I still read like other genres. I'm currently reading a thriller. I do love the contemporary romance, um, which is weird because that's not something I'd ever read until I got on Bookstagram.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny because was... it's the opposite for me. I never read fantasy before I got on right. stuff. so it's funny how like the people you follow can influence you. Which is why I'm so glad you're yeah. here because I'm hoping you can influence everybody to read fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I think that.
2: I mean, I think that fantasy is one of those genres that people are afraid of. Yeah, like, mm-hmm, and absolutely. I, I mean, I think I was afraid of it for a while. Like, just thinking about what you assume fantasy is it's something that's scary and hard Mm -hmm. to digest and like words that you can't pronounce and things like that but like there are places in the fantasy fantasy genre where it's so easy to fit in and you can like read a bunch of great books by women authors you don't have to read a bunch of books by old white men
0: um i love that
1: perfect yeah, yeah they're the best For sure. I'm so glad that you you mentioned how fantasy could be like a scary genre, because I think that's why for a lot of readers and just coming from myself, like I was no, I don't want anywhere near it. And to be just completely honest, I thought it was weird. Like, I don't want to read about fairies and men with wings. Um, Like, I don't want to. I never even read The Hunger Games. It was just never my cup of tea. And, um, someone on bookstagram, Amanda was like, Emily start with Akatar. There's romance in there. Like just try Mm -hmm. it. And so that, that would don't knock it till you try it. Because I was, if you're listening to this and that's how you feel, I was right there with you. I think it's so common to just be, it's easy to be put off by it because it's so different than anything else. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think you're right. That like it, it's weird people. The (laughs) assumption is that you read fantasy. Oh, you're weird, You're weird. Um, yeah. yeah no 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 like there is oh, no. so many great things in fantasy and like because it's such a broad genre I really feel like there's something for everyone yeah um, yeah
0: I think I've said before too like I've read books I didn't even realize they were fantasy until yeah. I like look it up and they are yeah so yeah. there's yeah that's such a broad genre but before we get into the nitty-gritty we're gonna play a little icebreaker game just to loosen us up just to break set the ice. vibes break the ice, ice. do it yeah so we're going to play Never Have I Ever and we'll play along with you. But these are all like bookish. Yeah. Get your fingers up. These are all bookish related questions that we either thought of ourselves with our big brains or Googled. So Great. <laughs> Perfect. Take credit for all of
2: them. No one's going to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just kidding. Them. all came from our brain. <laughs> all right. Never have I ever dropped a book on my face while reading. I've never done that.
2: Shannon, what? I've never done that. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you I... read yeah, do you Well, I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's under that thing. That is I... so funny.
2: I think I've done it more with a Kindle. Okay. Um, you yeah. know, you, like, uh-huh. it slips out of your hands, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely dropped a book on my face before. I mean, like, if I'm like, right. leaning back on the couch and I'm like this. fantasy books are heavy you know yeah Yeah, they they are are. you're going to
0: have a black eye (laughs) how'd you concuss yourself (laughs) I dropped a book on my face it was a big (laughs) one (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, okay
1: never have I ever mm, bought an entire series without reading the first book but I did do
2: that Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. What were? What was the series? What'd you buy?
1: Um, I just bought the Dirty Air ser- series by Lauren mm-hmm. Asher. They were buy one get one half off at Barnes and Noble, Ooh. and so it's funny. I, I bought the first two, and then I went back like two days later, and I was like, you know what?
0: <laughs> Might as well just get the other two as well. No, literally. <laughs> so I, I did
2: that bought- recently with our Lord and Savior, Daphne Perry. Uh, I bought the entire. Uh, Clifton Forge series. Still haven't finished it. <laughs> there
0: you go. I'm excited you get, you to read, read a that. lot of
2: them, though. I have one yeah. left. One oh left. Oh, amazing.
0: I yeah. did that with the books we were just talking about, Binding 13 and mm. stuff. So, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I've done that. I go.
2: Quite frankly, I think I do that more often than not because I'm kind of like, well, if I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it, like, I don't want to have to yeah. wait. So, like, I did that with Throne of Glass, because right. I knew I would love that series. I did that with right. uh, the Shadow and Bone series, which was a shot in the dark, because that has mixed reviews. Um, worked out right. wonderfully for me. Um, so, what well, I mean, I feel like I've done that with a lot of series, because I don't want to wait, because I have problems with my patients.
1: <laughs> oh, 100%. I did that That's with perfect. Throne of Glass, too, actually. I just knew. Yeah. I was like... Fuck sets. Yeah, you can't yeah. just buy one. Like, what are we here? No. Monsters? No.
2: It's also financially okay. responsible sometimes.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. To get him like involved. a discount.
2: Yeah, buy a box set.
1: Yeah, see, guys, we're yeah. just smart here. We're not irresponsible yeah. with money. We no. Come just- to us for all your
2: financial <laughs> questions.
1: <laughs> Actually, please don't. But yeah. All right. Never have I ever. I've done all of these. So okay. Uh, fell in love with a fictional character.
0: <laughs> I'll put all my fingers down for all the fictional characters I've fell it in happens too often to be honest always yeah. always too many okay here's an easy one I don't think any of us have done this and I'll be surprised if we have never have I ever met a book model I have What's not a book model? I'd like to like a cover model oh. like a co- like a cover oh.
2: model mm-hmm. pass like a Fabio. <laughs>
0: Okay, or like a cowboy.
2: I've <laughs> oh, okay, I been right.
0: attracted to a man on a book.
2: I actively hate, with every fiber of my being, real people on covers.
0: We were, I <laughs> swear, we were just
1: talking about this. That's why we were talking about alternate covers before you came on because. We're both yeah. reading um Elizabeth O'Rourke A Deal with the Devil that series mm. and I want we were talking about getting the books but they're like men and they're like half naked on the cover and I was like there's cartoon covers too so those are definitely the ones like I would prefer.
2: Yes. Yep. I mean like all of the Daphne Perry ones I have the alternate covers of uh yeah. the Twisted series. Oh. I have the uh, special editions. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I if will I can not help if it, it only yeah, if it only comes in real people, if I have you to read buy it, this? you don't want it. No, nope. nope. <laughs> One time I was sent a book with a like half-naked man on the cover, and I was like, okay. Send it need back. Need this <laughs> in a little free library. I did not request this.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is
2: so funny. I don't
0: know. I used to be like that, but now I'm like, I don't know. They, I, I, I'm getting flustered looking at these men right now. <laughs> because they're like hot. Oh, but whatever. yeah.
1: I'm not saying I mean, they're not nice to look at, but I just yeah, don't prefer same. them on like the cover
0: of a book, but yes. I same. think they have to be really hot to for me to buy them. Fair. And like, okay, and I think this guy is.
2: What the only one I have on my shelf is the what's it called? Flawless. I don't uh, have the alternate uh, cover for that one. I have the one. alternate
1: cover for those ones.
2: Yeah. Have you read that? No, someone bought it for me. I want to. I I miss my little Read cowboy rom- romance era. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Shannon, get in there. Uh, yeah. Okay, we're getting How many fingers yeah. does everyone have up? I have one left. I only have... Shannon, what have you been we're doing? We're about to get Shannon
1: out right now.
2: <laughs> you ready? Wait, do I get a second hand? <laughs>
1: Nope, just one. You're about to lose. Okay, Okay, ready? Never (laughs) have I... first time I'm ever going (laughs) to (laughs) lose. You're a little book slut. Okay. Never have I ever waited up for a book release to, like, hit my Kindle.
2: Not my Kindle, (laughs) but when Harry Potter was coming out, I would go to the midnight releases of those books.
1: So, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That counts. Yeah. Yeah, that like I would go like, in person. I to I'm kind of surprised
1: that you'd like don't wait up for like books at like midnight when they come out. Like I definitely thought it
2: is. It is because I am not a night person. Okay. I go to bed at ten. Oh,
1: wow, my husband,
2: my husband's like, um, <clears throat> it's time to go to bed. I'm like you're right. It's time to go to bed. Like I don't stay up. Okay, so like, the
0: funny thing is. Is I was literally thinking to myself. I was like, Shannon never sleeps. Like anytime I message you, you like message me right back. But then I'm like, okay, she's like living East Coast hours, but she's on the West Coast. So you go to bed at ten West Coast time, but then you wake up and it's six, which is like my time. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I like my sleep. I need my eight solid hours of sleep. Yeah. yeah. Emily, I'm not like you who can like stay up until 3am finishing a book. It's a real Couldn't problem.
1: And The funny thing is my husband, Tim, just started a new job. So now he's working shifts. And right now he is currently working night shifts. So he goes into work at 9pm and gets home at 6am. So I don't sleep as well when he's not there. So like it's even easier for me to stay up till like two in the morning and read. <laughs> It is a problem. I tell you what, like my sleep schedule is so fucked. But like when I get invested in a book, I just can't stop. Like I have no. I love that for you.
2: And you know what? I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear how late you stay up to finish Fourth Wing when you finally read it. No,
1: I feel like that's why I haven't read it yet, truthfully, because like I so I'm going to take it to the beach with me, and I feel like that's why I haven't, because I just want to be able to like binge it because the way you guys talk about it like i know that's what i'm gonna want to do and like i don't know so that's why i haven't gotten yet but i promise
0: it's gonna happen soon <laughs> shannon you should charge her because she lied to you
2: she did i did she did
0: i i'll pay you more <laughs> <laughs> she said she'd read it and we could talk about it but she won't she does this to me all the time it's I fine think it's a, you can it's just a personal vendetta
2: you know what I'll come back on the pod. We'll get Rebecca Yaros on here and all four of us can talk about it. That would be amazing. I think Jess would actually dream. pass out. Yeah. Just, you know,
0: yeah. Okay, guys, we need to get on track. Let's actually get into the fantasy because we're 20 minutes through and we've not talked about anything. <laughs> okay. We're just vibing, having fun over here. I don't know. No, we are. It's fine. It's fine. Alright, so everybody follow Shannon on Instagram because she will give us more information and it'll probably be more straightforward than Emily (laughs) and I derailing us. Um. (laughs) This is more fun. Okay, Shannon.
2: Yes, I'm ready. Give
0: us... So we get a lot of questions from our listeners all the time. That's like, oh, like, I'm, I'm new to fantasy. Like, what should I read? And normally we'll just DM them your page because we're like, she's great, whatever. And now you're live in the flesh so we could talk to you. Um, so for our listeners who are new to fantasy, mm-hmm. what is your best advice for someone new to this genre or someone who's looking to get into fantasy?
2: Um. Yeah, I think the first thing is just to try it. Like that feels so obvious, Mm -hmm. but you know, kind of like we talked about, people are afraid of fantasy. There is nothing to be afraid of. And so just try it. Just like you would try, you know, the contemporary fiction book that your friend gives you like, oh, Reese Witherspoon picked this for her book club. I'm just going to try it. Like, just try it. Um, One of my best friends, she was so anti-fantasy and I convinced her, just try ACOTAR. Like you just Mm -hmm. have to just read it. And I have a text message from her from like a year and a half ago when she finally read it, where she was like, I just got to chapter two and there's fairies in this book. (laughs) (laughs) And she since then has like, she's read all of the series. She's reread the second book. Like it is just, just try it. Don't knock it till you try it. Right. Um, Absolutely. For sure. I think. Totally agree. Kind kind of related to that. If you. Are you like, don't know where to start? I think the best place to start is read a fantasy like subgenre that has something familiar to you. Like, if we're gonna stick on the romance train, fantasy romance is a huge Mm subgenre and there is so much right in it, and like that you're already familiar with the romance components, and so that makes it kind of easier where you like know generally how a romance book would flow. Okay, just picture that, but like in a different world, and maybe the main character has wings yeah. or they have like magical right. powers or something like that. Like, it's familiar. I saw someone recently say that they think that you should try starting with like young adult fantasy. Um, oh. I really, I really disagree with that. I think that mm. there are a lot of adults who. She's who, awake. Yes. Oh, never mind. Old, <laughs> she's st- staring off into the distance. Um, <laughs> Normally when she sits here, she'll turn around. So her head is on this one. So she would be looking at us. But... She's being Aww.
1: stubborn today. She's like, no. She is. <laughs> She's yeah.
0: like, no yeah. photos, please. <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry, Shannon. Go ahead. No, that's okay.
2: Um Some people say to like start with young adult fantasy. And I think that that's like a lot of adults really don't vibe with young mm-hmm. adult writing. Um, and so I think that could turn you off of the genre pretty quickly right. if it's like, the main character is too immature right. or if you want romance or if you want spice like there's not going to be that in young adult like that's just simply not the genre yeah um, or jess you sort of said this earlier where you were like i've read books where i didn't even realize they were fantasy a lot of really yeah. popular books like the invisible life LaRue, is fantasy um yeah. but a lot of people don't realize that so if yeah, you try okay. a book that has, like, really, really light elements to it, like, magical realism is another, like, subgenre, where it's, like, set in our real world, everything is the same, but, like, maybe someone has magic, right, it makes right? it more accessible, um, or if you, so like... So there-
0: doesn't... I said Fanny's. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, so... <laughs>
2: Are you going to cut that? Are you going to keep that? I'm going to
0: keep it. So fantasy doesn't always have to be fairies or people with wings and like unicorns and stuff like that. Like it can be really subtle, like Shannon said, like magical realism. Like I've read, I don't know if you've read this, but A Curse, what the fuck is it called? Once Upon a Broken Heart, Once Upon a Broken Heart, which is the same author of Caraval. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was such light fantasy. I didn't even feel like I was reading it at all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and you can do things like if you know that you like Greek mythology, you can read a retelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that's like that. a good way to get into it. Or like if you like fairy tales, there are fairy tale mm-hmm. retellings. Um, and For even sure. within fairy tale retellings, like Peter Pan retellings, you can get like really dark and really spicy fairy tale retellings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you can do something that's like just pretty, you know, middle of the road as term as far as romance goes. Um, yeah. And it's still – all of that is fantasy. You don't have to read the, like, 900-page, super-dense, brand-new world with, like, (laughs) dragons and all these things. Like, you can, and those books are great if that's your speed. But, like, if you're breaking into fantasy, maybe don't start there. Um, Yeah. I think you'll get lost in the weeds.
1: So, I guess, speaking on that (laughs) – She's up!
0: (laughs) The way she just looked at you. (laughs) Oh yeah, my gosh. I I had that experience with Legendborn. I tried to read mm-hmm. Legendborn and it was so far like out of my comfort building. Like the world building was so hard for me yeah. to follow, so I had to DNF it. But once I'm more like expert level, I feel like I'll come back and try again. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: I I almost DNF Legendborn when I first read it too because there's like you're so confused for oh my a good chunk of it where you're kind of like, I don't know what's happening. I think that's probably another thing that I would say is like you, when you read fantasy, you really just have to kind of, like, vibe with the story. Like, yeah. be yeah. patient with yourself when you're, like, learning a new world and learning new characters who, quite frankly, more often than not, um, might have hard-to-remember names because they're not, yeah. like, obvious or they're not, like, in your regular...
1: They're not uh, Emily speak. or Jess or Chiana Yeah, exactly. And, like,
2: yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like... I was reading the From Blood and Ash series, like... A year or two ago which is a fantasy romance and I was reading it with someone and she was like I'm so confused I don't know what's going on and I was like you just have to kind (laughs) of like just accept it and like vibe with the story and know that like if something is important it will come back up and then you can like figure it out if it's not important it's not going to come back up again so don't worry about it yeah but then also like you know with all other reading if it's not working don't force it like yeah There are a lot of spaces in fantasy for people to be, but if it's not your genre, it's not your genre. Right.
1: Is there, so I guess, like, for someone, like, if someone came to you and was like, (laughs) I've never read a fantasy book in my life, but like, I wanna start, is there a series or a book that is your go to recommendation for a first time fantasy reader?
2: I mean, this feels so basic, but I would suggest they start with Yeah. or A Court of Thorns and Roses for those people who don't know what that is. Um, I think a lot of people who come to me and ask those questions are people who read contemporary fiction or romance, like just generally, Mm because that feels kind of like the other big space. Mm -hmm. And it's I mean, it's so easy to get into. The first book is a Beauty and the Beast retelling, Mm -hmm. which people don't often Mm -hmm. realize, but that story is really familiar to a lot of people, and so it feels comfortable. Right. And then once you get through that first book, you're like, okay.
1: You're hooked. I can do this. Yeah.
2: I can read books about fairies. Like, let's do it. And then you get through that, and then if that's your... If you want to try something that has less fantasy in it, then you can read her other books, or you can go into more of the fantasy romance space. I know that, like... Those are the things that I binge, like, not late into the night, but until 10 p.m. on my Kindle. (laughs) Because those books are just, they suck you in and you get a little bit of everything.
1: I think a lot of our listeners, because we predominantly do romance buddy reads, really do, like, the romance genre. And I think that some of my favorite romance stories or, like, romance couples are from fantasy books. Like, there is nothing like... Faded mates or like a couple in a fantasy story it's just it just hits different so like I don't know romance and fantasy I just think go together like two peas in a pod like I that's basically I, I know and I kind of want to talk to you about like all the sub genres because you do like your fantasy Fridays and you've you've broken that down but I think you're so right like romance fantasy is probably the biggest in the fantasy world I would say right
2: Yeah, I mean, I think so. And maybe that's just because of, like, the space that we live in. We're, like, in this bubble, and it seems like that. But I think so, because I think that, too, it makes it – who doesn't love a love story? Like, no, if you don't like a love story, like, there's something wrong with you, right? (laughs) Like, everyone loves a love story. Agree. And I think that that gives you, like, a good space to be like, ooh, I like dragons, or I like – reading about this girl who's got these like magical powers who's like defeating some world like it makes it so much easier and then you can read books that have less and less fantasy in them and more and more of the other pieces of the stories that you like um yeah I don't know I mean I think the hardest part is after you finish Akatar, where you're like I want that again yeah. And I think that a lot of people, <laughs> fantasy readers and non-fantasy readers alike, uh, are like constantly chasing that high because yeah. mm-hmm. it's been hard to follow up.
0: Yeah, I'm right there. I agree. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I, mean, I don't we've got know, some... Shannon. I think, I think Fourth Wing delivered.
2: I agree. I completely agree. Although I don't know that I would say that's like similar to ACOTAR, Um there are other things that I would suggest yeah well I would suggest that's hard because I think I would suggest forthcoming to literally anybody um (laughs) because it's so it's so accessible the writing is so easy to understand there's not a lot of world building in it so you don't have to like understand this new world um there's the probably some of the best slow burn tension
0: I'm so excited, and guys. then it's delish. I feel we like we haven't talked about it, Shannon, but I feel like Zayden really gives Reese vibes.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I can't wait yeah, to experience this. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there's just like, you guys might disagree with me on this, but um, I feel like enemies to lovers is five hundred times better in fantasy. Yeah, like. Yeah, I 100%. Because they're, like, almost, actually enemies. Yeah, they can yeah, literally, literally kill each other. Read, <laughs> yes, exactly. I read, what is that book? Twisted Hate? Yeah, I uh, hate I, that book. I hated yeah. it. I was like, he's so <laughs> mean to her. This is, like, why would she like him? But in fantasy, it's like, oh, he is literally, like, my mortal enemy. And now but we're stuck okay. together. Oh, and, <laughs> and what do you know? There's only one bed. Oh, darn. We're going to have Oops, to stay serious. together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think yeah. this is like a follow-up question, but one of my favorite things that I've started to learn in like as I'm reading fantasy is that there's usually like a really strong female main character, which I think is just very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. So, who is who are some of your favorite FMCs, Shannon?
2: Um, well, this, again, is such a basic answer. I love the female main characters from all of the SJM universe, so yeah. Feyre in Akatar. I am also a Nesta stan. I know some people don't really like her, but Nesta I like her. Nesta my girl.
1: Love her. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. prefer her over Feyre, actually. I, I love Nesta.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, haven't I, finished, I, I haven't finished Silver Flames, but right now I feel like Nesta's a little bitch. <laughs> I mean,
1: she is, for sure. She is. <laughs> okay good to know
2: (laughs) Um, yeah but then like all of her other ones i mean aelin which is the main character in throne of glass she is Mm -hmm. just like on a different level than all of the other main characters yeah um bryce from crescent city crescent city is probably her least popular of the three that she has but it's my favorite um really i yeah um the first, Crescent City, is there's a lot of world building in it. And wow. a lot of people, I think, give up at the beginning because it's kind of confusing. But it has one of the best, like, female friendship storylines I have ever yeah. read, um, which I love. Um,
1: I could cry but thinking then, about it. Actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> light
2: <laughs> it up. Light it up. Say anything up. else. Don't say no anything No spoilers. Else. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. No. Other than the basic sjm i feel like recently i've been on this big Chris broadbent binge um with you have, serpent in yeah. the wings of night um yeah. her female main characters i'm gonna butcher her name araya i, I don't know how else you would
1: say it honestly that's how i would say it that's how i do great. say it in my head so. yeah.
2: great <laughs> great cool um she's great um there's a book this one is like not fantasy romance um pride of the orange tree is like a very high fantasy mm. technically it's a standalone but she just released a, a prequel um there are like maybe two or three female main characters don't quote me on that cuz i don't remember but the female main characters in that i really loved because they were different and they were also kind yeah. of like like baddies in a different way um honestly like most more often than not i like the female main characters yeah if i don't i usually don't finish the book right um, that's
0: fair because
2: they get so annoying
0: yeah i say
2: that with the full exception of just you mentioned the caraval series i just finished mm-hmm. that i hated it
0: really <laughs> so, yeah. I know, yeah. i haven't read
2: it um i i was reading them with kelsey and she uh blew past me and was like oh these were so good and I was like okay I'll catch up and I just I hated the first female main character she was so immature she was so whiny and I kind of feel like if I'm gonna read a book about like a fantasy world I want it to be someone who I can like look up to almost and be like yeah look she is like battling her demons sometimes literally and is like she doesn't need help she is like a strong character in her own right She's not, like, looking for a man or looking for someone to fix her problems. Like, she has it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so.
1: I think, too, in – at least for me, when I read – I read a a lot of romance. It's not that I don't like strong women in romance books, but I usually do, like, the man to be, like, the protector and the, like, you know, big bad guy that, like – like, you know – I think because in real life, like I, I feel like I am pretty independent and I can do things of my own. To read about it in, you know, books, that's what I like. But in fantasy, I totally agree. Like, I like a badass like female character mm-hmm. that could has that mate that'll help her, but she's just as mm-hmm. capable on her own. Like, there's yeah. it's so mm-hmm. empowering. I'm so glad you said like it's someone that you want to almost look up to. You know, like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Totally yeah there's
2: agree. a there's yeah. a series that um, I don't know like what the name of the series is, but the first book is called High Mountain Court um mm-hmm. it's like similar vibes to akitar um it's got this really cool setup where each book is technically an inter it's like an interconnected standalone the story moves That's along but the characters are different the main characters are different
1: I'm so out. the
2: there's hap- there's happily ever after is the end of each book which is really nice perfect um but that i don't think this is a spoiler
0: i don't know don't say it i'm scared <laughs> I just looked it out. Oh. It looks good. Okay,
2: well, well, one of the tropes of the book is Faded Mates. I won't tell you okay. which book in the series. One of the tropes is Faded Mates, and I'm going to tell you when it was, like, revealed that they were, like, born to be together, my heart just, like, fluttered. <laughs> it's like,
1: they I, were made
2: for each other. It's amazing. I just love it. The yeah.
0: stars literally aligned to oh,
2: make it happen. Yes, <laughs>
0: i love a good faded mate me too like trope i think it's just it's next level yeah
1: that's why romance and fantasy it just is superior because it's like
2: literally gods made them
1: to be together so (laughs) take that as you will
2: can't argue with that yeah yeah and i mean i feel like there are other like i don't even remember i think the original question i've kind of gotten away from but um (laughs) it's okay Outside of fantasy romance, I feel like there are other, because the romance keeps a lot of people going when Mm -hmm. the like battle scenes get too much or whatever, um, in non-fantasy romance, I think that that scares people even more than just like fantasy in general. When you think about reading like a political fantasy or a historical fantasy Mm -hmm. that doesn't have any romance in it, but there are some just like, "Mm, talk about strong female characters. Like yeah. again, we don't need we don't need a partner to have her right. be successful in like conquering the world that she's in or whatever. Um, there can be male characters in it, and that's fine. Um, right. But I don't know. I'm reading a book right now. I'm on the second book in the series of uh, the Bone Shard Daughter, uh, and it's got one of those covers that like I have it right next to of me. Um, you see this <laughs> on the shelf, and you're like, you're like, this is. I don't want to read that. Like, it looks so (laughs) high fantasy. It is one of the most easy to read books I've read. Fourth wing aside, because that definitely is easier to read than this. But it's, like, this whole story about this girl who's, like, trying to become emperor. And she's, like, out here conquering islands and things like that. And it's just kind of, like, this is something I never would read. And it allows me to, I would never, like, think about in my day-to-day. But it allows me to, like, escape
0: yeah can i just tell you i searched bone shard in goodreads and just straight up erotica books came out
2: like (laughs) yeah it's because it's two words it's two words one (laughs) because this
0: title is will it fit question mark (laughs) Uh, because think about what send me a link it's
2: it's bones hard if you have it as one word oh i see it i I see it uh yeah Oh, I did that. I did that too when it. I went to go. Like, put this in. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's not what I'm reading. Nope, not that. That's not no, right. no, no, okay. no.
1: I think okay. So Shannon, now you're kind of talking about other types of fantasy, and I think this is where Jess and I really don't have any understanding. Like, we understand, you know, on a basic level, romance fantasy, but. Sure. Fantasy, let's say, is an umbrella. What kind of can you tell
0: us about the other subgenres that come out of fantasy besides yeah. romance fantasy? Like you mentioned high fantasy. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Epic fantasy I've heard of. Yeah. Like what Urban are these Urban fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Help us. Yeah.
2: Yes. So I think it's like uh, there are, I don't know, there's lots of different types of romance, right? Like you mm-hmm. can have like a mafia romance. You can have like your happy whatever I don't know subgenres so of romance. It's like the same type of thing. So high fantasy and epic fantasies are often the same thing. Um, I'll take this moment to plug the fact that I have Instagram posts on my profile about this. Yes, um, absolutely. I have a little have a little guide for all of my like Fantasy, fantasy Fridays. And, yeah, I've been doing these like fantasy one oh one posts. Um so and the first few the first few i did were about subgenres because again i think like a lot of people don't really know what else there is so um there's fantasy romance there's political fantasy political fantasy is like you're telling a story about political events but it's still in a like made-up world so when people think about political fantasy it's like a book called the poppy war, which I have not read and I will not pretend that I've read it. Uh, It's (laughs) on my list. Um, But a lot of it is there's like a coup that's happening. Like it would be like the same type of political setup that you would have in like a history fiction story, Um, but it's in a made up world and it's, there's magic involved. I read a book called the mask of mirrors a year or so ago. And it's, the worlds are often very complex because you not only are you learning a new world, but you're also learning a political system.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
2: wow. Yeah, I mean, it's it forces your brain to like work a little bit harder. I don't read a ton of political fantasy, but when I do, um, they're always really good because um, they make like commentary on mm-hmm. you know, the world at large. Yeah. Um, I don't usually like learn a lot of things when I read, but sometimes I like to. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Right, um, I,
2: yeah. Urban fantasy is super interesting because I feel like it's fairly new where it's, like, a fantasy story but it's set in a city. And so, okay. like, there are cell phones and email and Crescent City is a great example. Crescent okay. City is an urban fantasy Um it throws a lot of people off. It threw me off at first because I was like, wait, yeah. she's got a phone. She's texting. Like, <laughs>
0: There's Instagram? Um, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's That's super I weird. Felt
0: about. Emily and I read, I don't even know if this is fantasy, but we read A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. And it's like a Hades and Persephone retelling, yeah. but they had cell phones and he like worked at a club. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're gods, but they're also now
2: that's <laughs> yeah first of all that's fantasy absolutely that's yeah. fantasy um it's like paranormal romance paranormal it's fantasy right okay yeah um
0: yeah.
2: but this is like urban fantasy one of my favorite suggestions that's not crescent city for that is um it's called a city of gods and monsters Ooh, by that's my, edwards i have that on my that sounds
1: familiar. TR, like my goodreads want to read
2: it's very good it's also on ku um Oh, it's gosh. like seven hundred pages, but I think I read it in like two and a half days because I simply could not stop. Um,
1: I think, and you've read way more fantasy, but fantasy books because there's a lot of world building involved. Sometimes they are generally longer, like than your three hundred page romance books. Like they they seem to just be bulkier.
2: Yeah, uh, which is really unfortunate sometimes because also not only are they long, but usually they're multiple books. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find, like, standalone. I mean, yeah, but, like, if you want, like, oh, I'm just looking for a quick read. Yeah. No, your options are, like, a three-book series, a five-book series. Um right. Standalone good, standalone fantasies are hard to come by because you're right that they have to, like, do so much in, like, a little amount of space.
0: Right. I don't
2: know. Um, I think
0: that's why I really liked, like, getting into Fourth Wing, like, as soon as it came out is because it's, like it's I mean it ends on a cliffhanger but as of right now it's just one book and it is long but it's not like I'm not a series girl like I really struggle with series so it was nice for me yeah speaking of
1: fourth wings I feel like we've mentioned this a couple times I have not read it and I actually don't want spoilers for this so but that's (laughs) a new book just came out by Rebecca Yaros what would you classify that as like what kind of fantasy would that fall
2: under I would classify it as a fantasy romance. Okay. I think that's, like, the primary subgenre that it would fall under. Because there is... It's not the whole plot, but mm-hmm. there is, like, mm-hmm. a part of the plot that's um, romance. A really good part of the plot. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. It's not... It's, it's not, like, a high fantasy, like, epic fantasy, but it is... It's set in a totally different world. So, in theory, it would probably be more along those lines than, like... Mm-hmm for lack of a better term, a low fantasy, which is set in our world and then just has like magical elements to it. Um, also could be considered magical realism, but I wouldn't consider it that. It's... Gotcha. I don't know. I think the easiest way to describe it, and just you are welcome to disagree, is just leaving <laughs> it as fantasy romance because <laughs> I, th- I think that's probably the best place that it fits. Yeah. It doesn't... It's not, it's not an urban fantasy. It's not a historical fantasy. It's got like yeah. the... War college element to it, um but I don't really think that's a subgenre of fantasy. It, you um, can make
0: it one. We'll we'll accept it. Sure, we wouldn't know yeah, any right. like, So yeah, I'm not gonna disagree yeah. with you. I don't know shit about fuck. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, when it comes to urban fantasy, the only urban fantasy I want to say that I've read besides Scarlet St. Clair's that we read is Crescent City. And I think the content in that book was the book I read 800 pages was confused the whole time. But book two definitely redeemed it like 100%. But do you, th- like, could you recommend any maybe easier to follow urban fantasy books for people? Because I think that might intrigue people because it's still easier to relate to, like their cell phones and cars.
2: So I think, I think City of Gods and Monsters is a little bit easier to follow. It's still pretty long. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's, like, something that's not your speed, I totally understand. Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't read this one, so I can't stand by it. But there's one that just came out called Blood Debts. Um, I think it's technically a YA fantasy, but it's okay. getting good reviews um, and is an urban fantasy. Um,
1: gotcha.
2: I don't, quite frankly, I don't love an urban fantasy because it's set in like emails and text messages and things, and I kind of yeah. like not having to think about that. <laughs> When I'm reading a book.
1: For sure. Um, Especially a fantasy. I, you kinda want to be taken out of
0: like the real world a little
2: bit, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I love this might just be a me thing. I do love romance in books, but I love a good war in a fantasy book. Like Akawar is my favorite of the series. Um, like I just love a battle moment. I don't know oh. if that makes me like, what is my kink there? But I <laughs> like it. <laughs> So do you know, uh, like, what comes to mind when you, I'm, like, when you think of, like, okay, she wants a book with a good, like, epic battle scene? What would you recommend me?
2: And no romance? Or do you not care if there is romance in No, the story?
0: there can be romance. But, like, really just, like, the best battle scene that gets your nipples hard.
2: <laughs> well, I don't love a battle scene. So um, <laughs> I think... Um, like I said, Priory of the Orange Tree has a lot of really good battle scenes in it, but that is also pretty long. Um, yeah, That's one of those ones where even I, who reads a lot of fantasy, have to take it really slow, because um, it can get pretty Okay, maybe not that one. She's thin. yeah.
1: <laughs> I see that on Barnes & Noble's bookshelf, and I just look the other way. I'm like, there is no way. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the beginning was really hard, but... Um, I don't know. You ask me on the spot for these types of things. I think you can
0: think about it.
2: <laughs> I think um, you know uh, the Chris Broadbent series, *Serpent Wings*, *Serpent and the Wings of Night*. That she has a second series called *Daughter of No the Worlds*. There are mm-hmm. great battle scenes in that series. Um, also Excited has romance in it, but that female main character is awesome. In that, I've admittedly only read the first one, but. Um, great battle scenes Um, yeah I love that Akawar is your favorite Jess I feel like that's not a common answer I think most people that's what
0: I thought too but I did put a pull up on my story and I was like Akamoth versus Akawar and I it was very close
1: it surprises me, too, honestly, because I feel like a yes. lot of people who read Akatar are, like, in it for the romance. Like, I love yeah. Akawar for sure, but I'm more of like yeah. an Akamath girl for sure, or however
0: you say it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah I yeah. just
0: think the, the ending of that book is the best ending in a book I've ever read.
2: Like, just okay, yeah, like, I, I agree. Um, I sobbed.
0: Uh, I sobbed. I yeah. sobbed, sobbed, sobbed for hundreds of pages. Yes. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> I mean, since we're talking about it, uh, Kingdom of Ash, which is the last book in the Throne of Glass series, um, has incredible battle scenes. Incredible. Okay,
1: Great. Like, awesome.
2: Emily, you have to get to it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: So, okay, wait. Actually, I I wanted to tell you guys, and I kind of forgot about it, but Yasmin, I, she was saying the same thing. She was like, we were actually supposed to buddy read fourth wing together, and then she really just went off the rails and did it herself. And I was like, that's fine, I'm gonna do it at the beach you anyways. Went off, you <laughs> went off the rails. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, literally, she put a poll up, and I was like, Yasmin, wait to read this with me. She's like, no problem. Two hours later, she posts a story, and she's like, I'm binging this, and I was like, Okay, <laughs> But... Uh, she asked me, so I think everyone knows I'm reading Throne of Glass right now, and usually I do binge series, and I've been reading this now for two months because I'm afraid for it to end. And I was like, I'm just going to be in such a reading slump, and Yasmin made such good point. She was like, I think you should finish it now and then read Fourth Wing because that'll help you out of a reading slump. Like, you'll have something that will, like, pull you out of it because it's so amazing. So my plan is to finish Throne of Glass before I do Fourth Wing. So hopefully sometime this week before I go to the beach. <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> okay well, yeah, I'll, be, I'll believe it i believe it when i see it
0: it's gonna turn into i'm actually can't read anything after throne of glass and so she's not even gonna try I don't,
1: i'm afraid to I mean, read both to be honest with you you guys they're so built up in my head like has that, has that never happened you guys when books are so built up and like you're just afraid to read them because like you know you're going to love them. You don't want them to end. Like that's how I feel right now. I don't know. Maybe it's a me thing.
2: I feel like I feel like I feel that a lot. Like and I think that is why there are so many books that I'm like I haven't read it yet because yeah. I'm afraid.
0: Yeah, like, that's how I feel.
2: Not, not even not even just fantasy books. I mean like Happy Place. I have had an arc for Happy oh. Place <laughs> for like 6 months and I'm like I still have not read it. it. Still sits on my shelf unread because I am afraid. Yeah. Um, it's so-
0: if you could read The Fourth Wing, you could read Happy Place.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> She's like, I, I don't think know.
2: The, the hardest part about ending Throne of Glass is that it's over. Like, I think that is the hardest part, is that, like, with Fourth Wing, like, the book itself is over but I know I'll get another one right? with throne of glass. Like that is a completed series. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Like we don't see as far as we know, fingers crossed, but as far as we know, we'll never see those characters again. Like, I think that's why even with Akhtar and Crescent city, it didn't hurt as much because they're not finished. Like we're going to meet them and see them again. And, it just makes me sad. I don't know. I get too attached yeah. to people. and Characters, people. Characters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah.
0: I really want to read Throne of Glass, but I just honestly don't want to read Crescent City and everybody tells me I have to read that first. So I don't know.
2: Oh, I would disagree. I don't yeah. think you need to read it first. I, I
0: think, think you, you have to read Akatar
1: first. first. I would recommend- You
0: told me I have to read
1: Crescent City. I hmm? think you should read Akatar. finish Acatar before you read Crescent
0: City. You told me I have to read both. Right. I mean, you do. And then before I read Throne of Glass.
2: Well, I think you can read Throne of Glass whenever you want. Um, For people who've never read it, you can start with Throne of Glass if you want. Like, if you haven't read any of them, Throne of Glass is a good place to start, especially if you want something that's really easy, because the first two, three books are pretty young adult. Um, And they read that way, because she was like 17 when she wrote those books. It's
1: amazing.
2: Um, It's crazy yeah and then they get like you know it has some of the best character development you'll ever read in a series um or or you could start with akatar i would never tell anyone to start with crescent city because i think that's Mm -hmm. hard unless you're like a experienced high fantasy reader and are like willing to put in the i don't know but you could start with Ronald of Shannon,
0: do you ever listen to fantasy on audio
2: it's so funny you say that because up until, like, maybe a month ago, I never had because I yeah. I found it, like, you know, I feel like with most people, I don't focus as well when I'm doing an audiobook, right. um, so I will miss details. I think that's harder and, like, far more impactful in a fantasy book. Um, mm-hmm. But I just recently listened to the Raybearer duology, uh, which is yes. one of my, like, top fantasy books. I will recommend it to literally everybody. Uh, it is a YA fantasy and it's only two books. It's a completed duology, so nice and easy. Um, the narrator is phenomenal. Uh, the story itself is very good. Uh, there are times where you're kind of like, I don't know exactly what's happening. But again, like <laughs> yeah. I said earlier, you just kind of have to vibe with it and I think you would have the same experience if you read it um mm-hmm. but the narrator was so good and that narrator also narrates the legend born series which i read i didn't listen to yeah um but the raybearer is very very good i think that's another like if you wanted to start with young adult fantasy that's a solid one to start with because it's it's fairly mature
0: yeah i literally downloaded it because you raved about it but then i forgot and never read right. it so i'm going to re-download it <laughs>
2: Good. Great. It's definitely, I mean, the audio is good.
0: I feel like I,
1: I, I'm not an audio girly, so I have nothing to add to this, but I would try it, I guess, if you recommend it.
2: <laughs> if you're not an audiobook person already, then maybe don't, but you okay. can read the book. Okay.
0: It's I've been still... really into immersive audio listening. So like reading the book and listening at the same time. And it's been such a life changer because I swear how, I'm... How fast do you listen to audiobooks?
2: What's your speed?
0: When I'm just listening to an audiobook, I can do like two two 2.5. But when I'm reading and listening, I can do like
2: 3.5. See, that's my problem is I think I would have to do the same. But I feel like there are so few audiobook apps that go that fast.
0: Um, so, audible does.
2: That's, see, not an Audible. only
0: goes... Oh. Yeah.
2: I'm not an Audible script girl. only
0: goes to three, but yeah. Audible goes to like four, I think. Mm. Interesting. I don't think I could yeah.
1: comprehend that, but maybe I should try. Maybe I would I feel like it'd be hard. Yeah,
2: me. I've never had luck with immersive reading, yeah. but you never know.
0: Um. So I think I'm neurodivergent. Sorry, that's not
2: really- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> isn't everybody? I feel like most people are right.
0: But I'm like, Like, do most people like think about everything they have to do ever in life while they're reading a book?
1: I'm Googling what
0: fantasy
2: means. (laughs) That's Uh, why you read fantasy, Jess. Jess, if you read fantasy, then you're like, your brain is so focused on what you're reading that you can't think about your key list. That's true. Which is maybe why I like fantasy so much because it's the only thing that like can get me out of my brain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now that you think about it really sucks you in I'll tell
1: you what it does live there forever I will say that's another really good thing about the fantasy genre is you escape like you really do it's like a vacation from your brain to be honest yes um but at the beginning when we started you said that you had some tips for people who want to read fantasy I
2: already did this did you do it at the beginning No, did, okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I wait, was like, "Did wait.
1: she?" Go? I couldn't remember. I was like, "Wait a second. She might have already have done this, but I'll ask just to." Exactly. Did I just? No, did I so it was the, yeah.
0: yeah, we just phrased it differently. We asked you to give your best mm. advice for someone mm, new yes. to fantasy, but it was the yeah. same thing. Perfect.
2: Okay. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I can I can give other thoughts and suggestions. You could start with a standalone <laughs> yes. fantasy. Um, I, I said that earlier that it's like hard to find really good standalone fantasies, but like yeah. I think about um. Adrienne Young, she wrote, she's most known for the Fable series, oh, yeah. which is a young adult duology, um, but she wrote her faces? first adult book. The, yes, Those are beautiful yeah. covers. The Redhead. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Done it. Which are yeah, right? also very good. They're very good books, um, but not standalones. She wrote a standalone called Spells for Forgetting, which came out like last fall.
1: I read that. Oh. I had that in book of the month, I think. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that. Oh, I loved. I don't know how I just felt about see, it. See,
0: look at me. I'm just reading so much fantasy and I don't even realize it.
2: That like one, if you would like,
0: said, I don't know.
2: You would not have thought that was fantasy?
0: I don't see. Something's wrong with me because I'm like, there was enough bad in it. Nope.
2: <laughs> not fantasy doesn't have to be all bad. It's just things that are not, I not real. Like, I think the other yeah. thing, here's a tip I didn't give earlier. You could pick a fantasy book that has something that, you know, I said, like, a familiar trope, but it could also have something that's familiar to you. Like, everyone knows, like, about witches because, like, we watch movies about witches or, like, yeah. you know, Spooky Season or on Halloween. Like, read something about witches. Yeah. Spells for Forgetting is great because it's, like, Adrian Young is so good at doing this, like, atmospheric description of where you are. Mm-hmm. And she weaves in magic as if it's just, like, an everyday thing. And it feels real. It feels like, yeah, I could just walk down the street and, like, have my little magic. And Maybe that's
0: why I didn't think it was fantasy, because it did feel so, like, realistic. Yeah. I don't know. That one was – it has a little bit of mystery in it, right? Yeah. 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 I enjoyed that.
2: I I know that some people – I've had someone tell me that they were like, yeah, someone asked me for standalone fantasy recommendations, and I told them to read Babel, which I don't know if either of you have read. But – Um, that is not something I would (laughs) suggest, (laughs) um, Babel is a phenomenal book and I think that everyone should read it, but it is not, there's not a ton of fantasy in it and it's like very kind of, it's very dense and about like language and racism and things like that. Like a very, very important book and is very good, but not a good place to start for the new fantasy reader.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I got that in book of the month and I've never, I'm too scared of it.
2: Oh, I have a special edition copy of it, and it is probably the prettiest book that I own. Oh my
0: gosh! I, love that. I just started
1: dabbling in special editions. Oh, oh
2: <laughs> sta- I have this like this section up here on my bookshelf. Here, these are all like sprayed edges. That's oh, the best thing no. about fantasy is that I feel like fantasy books more often than any other genre get special editions made right, that are just yeah. stunning, that are just so visually Agreed. beautiful that you don't. Like it's art that's art yeah, yeah.
0: just like the, yeah. the story I think the second best thing, yeah the second best thing about a fantasy book is the map in the front
1: if it doesn't mm-hmm. have a map, a map I'm not reading it honestly I can't tell you how many times I flip back to the map and like okay they're right there
2: like
0: literally never but it's the vibe. yeah oh, I, I'm yeah. always I- referencing that shit <laughs>
2: <laughs> Couldn't be me I like I love a map To look at it And I'm like Oh that's pretty And then I never Look at it again Yeah
1: That's so surprising Because yeah, yeah. like I, Throne of Glass They reference All the different cities So many times And I'm like Oh let me go back And look there I guess it really Doesn't hold any bearing To the story at all But it's nice to know I mean
2: like <laughs> It doesn't really matter To me if it's like They're flying really far Or like Less far no, Yeah not really Yeah they're
1: still flying
0: <laughs> Yeah they're
2: still flying Yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before before you kick me off, I have to I wanna give some kind of here recommendations. Abs- yes, um, absolutely. I feel like you spent yeah,
0: give us some of your
2: I feel like we 90... spent and then
0: also Yes.
2: Yes, what? tell me.
0: Oh, you- I was gonna say also if you can throw in some of your steamiest fantasy wrecks too, because we've got a few hoes that listen.
2: Okay. May. Yeah. By um. also, I mean, me, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the steamiest uh, fantasy I've ever read is what's it? Um, I can picture the Never King. Neither of you have read it. Oh, um, the great. Never King. Have you read that, Jess? It has
0: the skull. No, it has the skull with like the red eyes on the front, right? Yeah, it's a
2: Peter Pan retelling and it's really short. It's like 115 pages. And so because it's so short, it gets spicy so fast. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then there's, and like it's a series. Uh, I think there's oh. four books out right now and they're all really short, all on KU. I will say I've not read the last two but I heard the most recent release was not great so maybe stop before you get to the fourth mm, book
1: is that on KU um,
2: <laughs> yes it looks okay I'm yeah. writing these down because we'll
1: probably make a post so
2: okay that um know. I will say the other spicy one that is like you read it because it's spicy not because like it's great writing um is a kingdom of stars and shadows by Holly Renee yeah um it's so bingeable. Um, the first two are so good. The primary trope is, what, fiancé's brother. And it is just, it is so good. Is that, that
0: the one
1: we just got signed up Yeah, so Holly Renee was at a Polycon. Um, and I totally agree. I was talking to Jess and I said I, I tried to read it while reading Throw in a Glass and I couldn't do it because I was, try- it, I was comparing yeah. them. And, like, if you read Holly Renee, yeah. you're reading it for the... The spice and the yeah. smut as opposed to yes. like the actual plot line which I love that sometimes it's what you need um, yes
2: yeah totally yeah I agree that. um the third book of that series sort of falls off as well um the main ca- the main guy kind of gets like weirdly possessive and not in the mm. like oh I kind of like this it's like mm,
0: right why are you doing I don't this? like um, it
2: <laughs> no yeah not okay. not a fan of that um but
1: watch I'll read it and love it I'll be
2: like yeah yeah. (laughs) oh I love it (laughs) Great. I hope I hope that for you so much um for (laughs) KU like just broadly all of I think all of these are fantasy romance so sorry to everyone who's listening who doesn't care about fantasy romance but um Dawn of Onyx by Kate Golden is the probably second recommendation I would give after Carissa Broadbent for someone who's looking for something after Akatar? It is so good. I binged it in a single day. Um, okay. It's book one in a series. I think the second book comes out sometime this summer. Um, but, you know, indie author got to support them while they build the ship. So right. uh that for sure is a highly recommended one. And then Book of Azriel by Amber Nicole. Also fantasy romance, pretty spicy. Enemies to lovers, the primary trope in that. But there's also, I think, like one bed or one horse, Ooh. which love a one horse trope. <laughs> um,
1: Perfect. There's nothing like trolloping along Ooh, yeah. on one horse. <laughs>
2: hey, you know, when your hands are in the right places. You never know where the story know. is going to go.
1: I just added book of Israel. Jess, she was at the Apocalycon 2, and Jess saw her and was like, "Oh my god!" god. And she, that's what she said. You really like? She was like, "Shannon loves
0: this book," so I I downloaded it today. Actually, it's very I very don't know good. Why I was so excited <laughs> to see her? Like I've never, but I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't know you, and I was excited because Shannon talks about it. So I was like, mm. "I love this book." <laughs> that's what she said. I was yeah. Like, okay. Have it's so good, it, but <laughs> she's
2: also, she is so fun on Instagram. Like she is one of those indie authors who really engages with her followers, which is just so fun. Yeah. Um, and then book two in that series that. comes out in like 20 days or something. So
1: plenty of time yeah. to read it. Though.
2: Very yeah. Plenty of time. Um, the curse of Ophelia is also on KU also a book one, um, is more like of a new adult fantasy romance. Mm. Um, and what instead does that
1: of mean? like what it, what would
2: it's like it's like in between young adult and adult i think it just has to do with age so it's like oh, the main okay. character is like 19 or 20 gotcha. instead of hmm. you know under 18 or but i mean every time i read a book no matter what the genre is i just like assume that they're all my age so yeah um, right. there is yeah. so that book is um, you know there's the like touch touch her and i'll kill you type of vibe that one has a touch him and My i feel fave. you um Ooh. so the female <gasps> new character yeah she a crazy yeah. bitch um, i love that yeah it's good it's so good at least i relatable <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like very aelin <laughs> very aelin uh like oh. um also an indie author second book comes out sometime later this year um city of gods and monsters i already said second book is out in that series i haven't read it um because I'm afraid, because I know I'm going to love it, but I I don't know when book three is coming out. That <laughs> one's not on KU, but the first one is. So you can start there. Um, Trial of that. the Sun Queen, I just read. I don't remember the author's name. Trial of the Sun Queen. Uh, nope, couldn't tell ya. Uh, that one also has... I know what you're
0: talking about.
2: I don't know if either of you read The Selection when you were growing up. It's a young adult. It's like The Bachelor, basically. Um I, people, I think The Selection is one of those books where people are like our age and they're like, oh, I love that book. But when you read it now, it doesn't hold up because mm-hmm. I just read it for the first time a couple months ago and it was <sighs> not good. Um, but <laughs> the idea trash. behind it is great that like, you know, there's this one king and there's all these girls who are competing to be his queen. Trial of the Sun Queen is that, but I it's spicy. I just read a book like that. And it's spicy. Okay.
0: Fine. It's not super, super spicy, I just read... but
2: they're spicy. Yes,
0: Jess. I just read Frost by C. N. Crawford, and
2: it was. I really want to read that. that.
1: Let's read it together because the reason I haven't is because I've heard really mixed things. Even the reviews on Goodreads are really mixed, and so like I had been putting it off. But I'll read it with you if you want to read it. Great,
2: great,
0: perfect. It's a date.
2: (laughs) Perfect. Um, but yeah, child-
0: I was I've heard terrible things about the second one but oh. I've heard the first was good. I trust you. Cuz the yeah. first one is more like cozy and like yeah. the second one I think is a lot of war. So which you would mm. like then? Well, you'll love that. Yeah. <laughs> I would like it. I know. I want to fight someone. Wait, Shannon, yeah. real
2: quick.
1: Did you know that C.N. Crawford is a husband and
0: wife?
2: Really?
1: Yeah, they yeah. were. They It's C for, like, Christopher and N for Nicole. I made that up. I don't know if that's right. But they were at a polycon, and it's C and N is for husband. Like, I was, like, so blown away. I don't know. Fun fact.
2: <laughs> that is interesting. I feel like there are a lot of, like, fantasy authors in particular who do the, like, initial initial last name and yeah. now I wonder is it just a bunch of couples who are writing together I, I just
1: thought that yeah like <laughs> I don't know like there was another uh, woman there she was from Canada A.L. Woods and so I was like and her, huh. she was there with her I don't significant other and so my mind immediately was like oh it's probably like Alan and Lisa like but she was the only author writing it <laughs> but I immediately thought of how C.I. Crawford was
2: yeah yeah well that's interesting yeah. um Okay, wait, before I forget this, Trial of the Sun Queen, the second book, well, the first book gives, um, this is not a spoiler, mm, I'll say this, and if you guys think it's a spoiler, you can cut it out. Um, well, I
0: don't want to know, I'm going to say, la, la, no, no, la, no, no,
2: la, no, no, la, no, la, no, la. no, 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 it's not about this book, but you know oh. how in, in Akatar, oh. the main, the male, main character in Akatar, Tamlin, um is no longer the male main character in the second one um it gives that vibe oh okay gotcha. the sun queen and Ooh, the first and that. second book in that give that vibe where the first love interest that you meet is kind of like "Hmm, is he the one
1: so don't and then there's fall a second
2: no doubt.
1: Yeah. maybe yeah. we should cut that out but I'm glad to know because now I won't get attached because <laughs> SJM yeah. had me fooled with Tamlin, except <laughs> we'll say as soon as I met Re- Reese, I saw, I call him and I probably should not. But as soon as I did meet Reese, I was like, that's him. That, that, that's who I knew yeah. I'm telling you, but uh-huh. she did have me fooled for a while with Tamlin. I'll tell you that. Same.
2: Well, and this will be the same, uh, same vibes. I was fooled in the first book. And then when you meet the second one, you're like, Oh, it's him. How could okay, I ever? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the second book in the Trial of the Sun Queen series is better than the first. And it is, it gives Akatar. it gives Ooh. like a little bit of Hunger Games type of things. It's it's good. Oh, I'm um, excited. And both are on KU.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, the only other suggestion that I have that comes to mind is Hollow Heathens. Um, which I think is a good place to start. We if just you... bought
0: that this weekend. We <laughs> just
2: bought it. Look at that. You, did you, did you get the second one, too? Or just the first one?
0: No, we just bought the first one. Good.
2: Well, I think that is a good place to start if you are like, I don't want something super, super fantasy because that's set in like a coastal Maine town and there is like dueling witch cousins.
0: I was going to say it's giving magic. Like I'm only like 10% in or something. but you've already
2: started it. I love that.
0: Well, I started it a while ago and then I read it. I started it right after Fourth Wing and I was like, Mm. I can't do this. But that was a me thing. Yeah,
2: I get that. Uh, It is, yeah. It's good. It's good. And then the second one, I think technically that's considered a standalone. The second one that just came out, Bone Island, I think they can be read as standalones. They're just like in the same world about the same, like, island, but different stories. Yeah.
1: There was um another author there, Jess, you probably know who I'm talking about, but she had, it was like pirates, and she, one of the characters was, his look was inspired by Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Oh,
0: on, on the Black Sand or something like that? Oh,
2: Vanessa something? Have you read those? Vanessa. No, but it's on my list. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Amanda,
0: <or> Amanda, um, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> Sorry. I was yes. going to say we have to read A Promise of Fire by Amanda Boucher Yes,
2: we do. Yes, we yeah, do.
0: Let's do that soon. Emily's going to read it with us and then Great. we'll talk about I it. Do really we really want to read that. That just said yes. you
1: that was one of you recommended yeah. that one and
2: I put it on Jess's 12 and 12 yeah, and I haven't sure. even read it.
0: <laughs> yeah. She said, I'm going to get, I'll give you this one and then we could read it together. Yeah. I literally took, cause we saw Amanda this weekend too. And I was like, I haven't read this yet. Cause I'm waiting for my friend to read it. And she was like, you should just read it without her. And I was like, oh, okay. Rude. <laughs> she was actually so nice though. Don't, don't hold that against her. She
2: was really nice. Like, it's not that I haven't, that I don't want to read it. I already own it. It's on the shelf right there. Same. I can see it. So that one. Yeah. Um, no, on the black sands. Who's that by? Is I thought you were is... looking that up. Vanessa something. That might that not even called. be what it's called. No, there is definitely a book called. I think that is. on something. Oh, on these Ressassent. black sands.
1: On these yeah, black sands. Ressass- Ressass- yeah. Okay, I want to read Don. This is dangerous. Uh, yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. Also on KU though, but the problem is, is, that some of these fantasy books are just so pretty that I need mm-hmm. them on my shelf. So I know. that's my yeah. problem. Yeah. Um. I also know. Speaking of people you met this weekend you guys met the author of um an air comes to rise didn't you
0: mm-hmm.
2: chloe something or other
0: chloe c penandrata something yeah like
2: that? talk about some pretty books that you want on your shelves
0: oh i thought you were gonna give me tea no <laughs> i
2: i have heard that that book gives Akitar. that I've that is that like too.
0: wait which one is it i've heard that of a daughter of no world
2: an air comes to rise okay um, okay, I have read A Daughter of No Worlds, the first one. I don't think it gives Akatar. I think it gives Throne of Glass.
0: I just don't trust anybody anymore who says it gives that things give Akatar.
2: Yeah, I think it's yeah. a, maybe like
0: the. I think maybe they're saying like the feeling of when they read maybe. Akatar, but like yeah. the vibes are different. Yeah,
2: yeah, He's, I feel like when, when I. When I say that, I think like, oh, the female main character reminds me of Feyre or like mm-hmm. there's a male main character in it that reminds me of Reese, or something like that. Or the mm-hmm. like storyline is similar.
1: Yeah. 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 A lot
2: of the vibes are said, different for everybody.
0: That's so true.
2: For
1: sure. Um, the serpent in the wings of night, though, everyone said that was giving ACOTAR vibes and I loved it, no. but it did not give Akatar at all. I think I, I even put know. that in my review. I was like, "Do not go yeah. into this thinking it's Akatar," no. because not no. any sense of the imagination. But you know what? I'm glad someone said that because it did get me like to want to read yeah. it. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but to each their yeah, own, no, too. Think- it's so subjective. I think that one is also more like Throne of Glass. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just a I don't know. Harris. It's good. I think that, like, we get to a little dangerous place where people are, like, constantly comparing things to ACOTAR because it's, like, well, it's not going to be ACOTAR and then people get let down. Um, Yeah. I feel like I've found, like, success in saying that it's similar to, like, four different books and so you get, like, elements of things. Like, you know, Serpent in the Wings of Night has vampires in it. So, like, that can be one of your, like, oh, I loved Twilight when I was growing up. I want to read a good vampire story. That is something I would recommend.
1: Yeah. right. There are, like,
2: Hunger Games elements to it because there's a literal, like, challenge in that story. Yes,
1: exactly. But Throne of Glass, I guess, did give that, too, a little bit.
2: Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But I think the main character um, is similar. Like a take-no-shit type of thing.
1: I love, I love that.
2: that. Mm-hmm.
1: I think yeah. we got some great recs. I'm so excited. I know I did. And I, I think this will be really helpful for people who haven't read fantasy because I think you've done a really good job of persuading people like that. It's worth a chance. Like don't knock it to it you try it. Like just give it a go. Like just trust us. You have three people here telling you to yeah. just, just do it.
2: If you can't trust us, then who can you trust? Nobody. No one. Literally. Yeah. 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 I uh-huh. think that. And I mean, I know you said that most of the people who listen to this are romance readers yeah. Hopefully the, like, fantasy romance is the spot. But also, like, you know, if you read fantasy romance and you love it, I encourage you to try other fantasy subgenres that don't have romance in it. Because there are also great books like that. Yeah. Um, one of my true. absolute favorite fantasy books is called Warbreaker. And it's by Brandon Sanderson. It's one of the few that I recommend that's by a man. <laughs> um, Brandon Sanderson just... is, like, a very, very well-known very well-known fantasy writer and warbreaker is a standalone technically i think he was gonna write a sequel to it but he never did um there's not like a cliffhanger like it serves as a standalone and there's no romance in it and he is the only male author who i have ever read who writes a female main character well
0: i love that what is it called warbreaker war like w-a-r breaker yeah okay yeah i um just i have a Friend, one of my best friends is a guy, and he likes to read. So I just read, recommended him a bunch of um, his books. Brent, Brian, Brandon Sanderson. I was like, I've never read these, but these look like they'd be for a man because he like he read Akatar, He read all of SJM, and he love loved that. Them, but he was like, I don't. I mean, he's a, he yeah. He was like, I don't love like the sex from a female uh, point of view. Okay, and I was like, you should. <laughs> you need <laughs> Learn to, okay, something tell. <laughs> tell
2: him that he needs to read um it's called the rage of dragons by evan winter um that is i've never read it my husband has read it and he loved it and it is like i think it has really really high reviews on goodreads and it is non-romance phenomenal fantasy um the third book is supposed to come out sometime soon um yeah, so does I have Burger a lot of like, breaker, to him.
1: has amazing reviews, 4.3, 170,000 reviews. That's
2: it's so awesome. good. I, there's one person on bookstagram who I know took my recommendation for that and she loved it. So mm, two, uh, two no romance, right? No, but the female, the lead is a female, female and it's like the magic system in it is really cool. Okay. Um, highly recommend. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're just the other full thing, of
1: knowledge.
2: Yeah, you know, take take a peek every every few Fridays when <laughs> I get around to it. I post things. I have a lot of the problem is is that I did the easy things already, and so now it's like I have to compile a bunch of like hyper specific recommendations. So, right. um, the beautiful thing is that I, for the last two fantasy Fridays that I've done. Um, I did roundups of some of my favorite fantasy bookstagrammers yeah. so if mm-hmm. I don't have reviews they do um, and we all kind of like span lots of different subgenres um, so there is truly something for everybody um,
1: I, I got a lot out. of wrecks from those I've followed a lot of them and I got a lot of wrecks. I really like that you did that because I actually didn't follow any of them I don't think yeah. just so I thought that was really nice and I'm sure they appreciated it too
2: yeah, I mean, yeah. I would love it if someone would do that for me, but you know what?
1: We do.
0: We <laughs> tell everyone you about did it. you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Thanks. You're the best.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, for those of you who are listening, um, Emily will put together a guide with some of the stuff that Shannon talked about. We'll have Shannon look over it um, (laughs) before we post it, just to make sure it's accurate. (laughs) She'll proofread it. I never said this. Um, And we will also link Shannon's um, Instagram in the description of the podcast, and then we'll also tag her, of course, on Instagram. Um, But Shannon... Thank you so much for being here. We <laughs> so enjoyed talking to you. Yeah. You will definitely be back. Um, yeah, No, this was a lot. I, I'm glad we did this.
2: I am honored. Um, I When I listened to your episode with Yaz, she was like, oh, we talked about fantasy. And I was like, oh, I know. I heard you. <laughs>
1: She was amazing, too. I love having, like, other, like, bookstagrammers on. I feel like the energy is just, like, unmatched. It's so, like, I don't know. It's so fun and just easygoing, and I thought this was a great conversation, and I personally learned a lot and got so many recs, so
0: I think this was great. a 100%. Well, you know,
2: my DMs are always open. If you want a personalized recommendation, I'll do my best. Um, I very much, I might recommend a book I haven't read, but... I do that all the it time. Will be, it will be based <laughs> yeah. in something. It'll be, like, a recommendation from someone I trust or right. a highly rated book on Goodreads. And, or, <laughs> you know, perfect. sometimes you just have to, like, take a risk, right? Yeah. Right.
0: 100% Like with any get it. book. Totally get it. I guess we can say we are friends with fantasy and we are best friends with at Reading with Marlo, aka Shannon, and actually the real Marlo, even though she slept the whole time. <laughs> hey,
2: let's get her here. I'll Marlo you?
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh <laughs> She's like, put me down. Hey, let's take Marlo, a picture with you. her. <laughs> okay. Oh, hold on. All right.
1: Hi. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. I so know. Okay, She's
0: famous. There is no cuter
1: dog than a golden retriever or a golden doodle. I really don't think so. And I'm partial
0: to (laughs) golden doodles. Well, yeah, golden... Something about a golden retriever, though. Absolutely. They have separate hair.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yes, like Jess said, we are best friends with Fantasy and Shannon and Marlo. And if you like this episode, make sure to follow us over on Instagram and Shannon over on Instagram at friendswithbookspod. That's where we announce all of our episodes and upcoming segments. And we will absolutely link um, Shannon's, like, you know, her Instagram handle in our uh, caption. So, Jesus, that was a struggle. <laughs> okay. That was a struggle.
2: She <laughs> had a little stroke there for a
0: second. Woo! She did. Great. But yes. Um, in the meantime, subscribe to the podcast and tune in to next week's episode, which is I don't know, but That's, just tune in. <laughs> Jess. Yeah, all it'll, about be Jess. June. <laughs> it'll be Jess. Oh, June. it's my birthday episode. Aww.
2: Aww. That's Jess, exciting.
0: Birthday party. Happy, happy yes. early
2: birthday. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to be
0: 1 million years old. I Wait. know. I'm a Fey queen. When
2: is your actual birthday? <sighs> May 28th.
0: I'm not talking to you. Oh my god. <laughs> Jess.
2: That's what I thought it was. And the reason why I ask is cuz this is why I like you so much cuz two of my best friends also have birthdays on the 28th. Wow.
0: Really? That's kind of
2: Yeah, and my husband's birthday is June 1st. A lot of <gasps> Oh
0: my god. So when's your birthday? Christmas Eve. Oh, that's sucks. nice. We <laughs> both said "Oh." No, it's.
2: I tried worst. to come
0: back from it. That's that's nice. It's beautiful. Nice. It's
2: okay. <laughs> I know it's. I know it's not nice. It's oh, okay,
0: Shannon. We'll have a rager for you.
2: You mean Jesus.
0: (laughs) You mean Jesus. Great. Let's go. (laughs) Sounds great. All right, everyone. Bye. See you later. Bye.